I V M. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two minds with but one thought. Yes. yes. Hello and welcome to Simplified, the podcast that will make you look smarter without actually changing the general state of this. <laughs> right. uh, Narin, happy Diwali. Thank you very much. What happened? How did you celebrate your Diwali? Well, I, you know what, I had a lousy Diwali because I had a lot of delivery commitments and my customers are yelling at me. I've, I just dinner? realized how awful it must be to a gynec, to be a gynecologist. Everyone's asking about deliveries, man, delivery, hua kya, delivery, hua kya. <laughs> It's terrible. And so that was one. But otherwise it was nice. Malad, where I live, uh, had the, you know, we are really proud of Malad. It had the distinction of being the most polluted place in Bombay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that came in the papers. All of us are like, you know, beaming, like a moment in the sun. Yeah. Mom was very happy. He said, you know what, you know what, Malad is. The Hindu would report Malad Creeks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, any nice gifts? Yeah. I, know, I know you got a selfie stick last year. Yeah, which, uh, this time we got, I got, uh, I got a little hamper uh, full of things like Red Bull and no selfie stick, oh, unfortunately. So sorry. And uh, my wife has a very strict policy on uh, letting me drink uh, Red Bull because if hmm? I drink Red Bull, I tend to stay awake all night and play chess. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Red Bull are all straight gone in the window. Yeah, no. Uh, to be fair to Red Bull, I don't think they had that in mind when they actually made their tonic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, How so was your Diwali? My Diwali was mostly spent working. but uh, I know you, yeah. uh, you've been, you know, this is your season. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, for the people. Festival season. For the yeah, yeah. two or three people uh, who don't know, Chuck is in charge of NH7. I like how you say in yeah. charge of like yeah. uh, I run the entire thing, but let's run with that yeah. uh, illusion. <laughs> let's run with that. Uh, <laughs> it's like um, Dilbert's boss once came and gave him instructions, and Dilbert said, "I respectfully decline the invitation to join your hallucination." <laughs> so this is the this is the opposite. I respectfully accept your invitation to join this hallucination that you have about me. But anyway, I think Narin, we think we should move on to um, very pressing topic, and actually we do have a pressing yeah. topic. So. Today we are going to revisit the world's largest unpopularity contest. You mean the US elections, right? Well diagnosed, young Chuck. You're on the ball as usual. What I can't for the life of me understand, Narain, is that if both of these candidates are so unpopular, how did they get to be the candidates in the first place? Sure, it's a country of... Indeed, it's yeah. a smart country. It's supposed it's to be a democracy, Democracy. Right? Yeah. I mean, apart from democracy, smartest country in the world, richest country in the world, most powerful, whatever, whatever. It has personalities who are reasonably intelligent, like uh, Elon Musk. I mean, yeah. that's the apex, but then you work yourself down, you'll find uh, people who are pretty smart. How do they end up with these two? Indeed, and, I mean, I, I cannot think of a time where two people who are vying for the nation's top spot in a democracy that has to be the most, though have to be the most uh, popular uh, two people, so universally reviled. Yeah, so, even in fourth mm. standard, when we when teacher was selecting more, class monitor, the candidates were more popular than this. This, <laughs> know, is, yeah. this is unprecedented in the history of forget yeah. U.S. elections. I think all polls ever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one, you know, we we did an episode a few 
uh, episodes, episodes back, back yeah. uh, on on the way the uh, US elections US, actually were. Yeah, and US I still don't understand, election. Narin. I still don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually does. So in, yeah, no one <laughs> actually does. I have, my theory is that Albert Einstein, um, a big reader, to actually uh, the reason he found, like did the theory of relativity bit was they actually put him on the US election. I'll do something with the theory of relativity. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, uh, the actual selection of the candidates is done by the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, respectively. Right. And uh, the reasoning is like this. America in 2016 is ideologically very divided. In the old days, it was not that great. So people would, uh, you know, both Democrats and Republicans would believe in a big set of core issues. Um, free enterprise would be one of them. Sure. And um, I know religion probably, I mean, whatever. There would be a lot of unity in many central things. That, over a period of time, uh, for various reasons, uh, has degenerated and has highly polarized. So, mm. the set of things that both of them uh, believe in is really, really, really small. So, uh, the divisions also are multidimensional. Earlier, there were a few issues. Now it is abortion, it is race, it is gayness and the acceptance thereof, gender, unions, Obamacare, immigration, the economy. iPhone that's, versus Android. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, like, that's yeah. Kind of <laughs> a lot of, yeah. lot of things. So, uh, Americans basically love segmentation. Yeah, they love segmentation. Yeah. Like the segmentation on steroids, man. They, yeah. They, they segment like their pants are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, to make matters worse, the median Democrats and Republicans have moved apart in the last two decades. Okay. Uh, and, and people have been... America, one thing they love to do is they love to take bits of the population and do research. So yeah. It's a full-time occupation. There are like some 2,000 universities involved in this. And an interesting bit of research which came up uh, found that partisan divisions are the greatest among those active in the political process. Okay. okay. So that sounds like a no-brainer, but the implication here is people who are the most active in the political process mm-hmm. are precisely the people who would be busybodies enough to go and take membership of the Democratic Party or the Republican sure. Party. So those are the guys who are already highly polarized who go and as as we have seen in the earlier episode, the candidates are uh, elected, both, both the Democratic and the Republican parties, they are separate institutions. Mm. They are private institutions with their own, with their rules. own rules and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, they, they, there's no, nothing constitutional about them. They, they, they aren't ruled by any constitutional okay. norms, right? And uh, these guys, the, the people who are highly polarized, become members of the party. And in, in many of the cases, only members are allowed to vote registered Democrats or registered Republicans and they end up taking people who when they they come out so the candidates already declared and they come out and all of a sudden the general public finds that's what happened so you know it's worked all these many years without hitch because a lot of the, because reasonably yeah, good they candidates. Were all, uh, you know, there were a lot of things in common over a period of time and especially in this particular election, it has deteriorated. That's one uh, one explanation. There's probably a lot more. One is just pure chance that to... You know, so, for example, if there was virtually anyone else against Donald Trump, Trump wouldn't have 
stood a chance right because he's so egregiously you know he is lying he is a offensive guy and he just shoots his mouth off and he's But, orange in color and well. orange yeah. and uh, they frequently uh, you know dave barry or i don't know who john alway someone rem- always remarks that uh, he has a dead animal on his head <laughs> can be hair so, yeah so that's the only reason why yeah, donald yeah. trump has gotten as far as uh, that's what some people yeah. other people feel that donald trump has gotten this far because uh, there are some really really serious issues in the core group of america's privileged white uh, you know society a small it's a minority now but it's still privileged and very much in control and they're finding uh, that there yeah that fart like sound was actually the a chair the chair yeah i yeah. promise yeah it is it is, it is. I, i can i'm still talking otherwise i would have been sort of so what was i saying i lost the thread of what i was saying privileged yeah, americans so white so a lot of people feel that trump got this far because uh, a lot of privileged uh, white people uh sense that things have changed a lot their privilege no longer exists and they're trying to cling on to that mm-hmm. and uh, they are venting their ire on things like uh, immigration right. you know trump has been making really silly issues about uh, immigration yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting everywhere yeah. a similar thing uh, people say is is happening in india as well yeah uh, one of the sharp rise in uh, right wing lunatics in in india which which was not really known for extremism uh, on on the right uh-huh. wing is because a lot of people who are privileged are now feeling highly threatened mm-hmm. so it's sociological and it has to be dealt with right. in that way yeah, yeah that's i remember that's yeah there are a lot of uh, loony websites that uh, pick up jokes that the twitter arty would make yeah uh, uh, harmless jokes of course but they would feature variations of a god or something and then they will feel highly offended yeah. and then they'll try to start a petition or something i remember one of krisha shok's cartoons mm-hmm. uh, for instance cartoons or something like that i yes. think he had made a future version of lord rama called lord future rama mm-hmm. or something like that um and this website found it extremely offensive hindu and something hindu yeah. jagriti something some js i remember yeah, it abbreviated yeah. to uh, and that was uh, painful there is hilarious and sad uh, at the yeah. same time but i guess there is just a precursor of things to come and uh, what you said uh, it's not just in india but sadly we see it happening around the world as well we already seen it in the brexit which was i think the first time people actually uh, i mean i think till then people thought it was just a joke you know all this uh, immigrant people against immigration uh, this lunatic called donald trump coming i think when brexit happened i don't think anyone of anybody was actually ready anyone actually thought it would it would happen yeah. you know it's like you don't expect till the day yeah. before everyone is yeah. saying impossible like, yeah. like you don't expect venkatesh prasad to hit a six so when yeah. it actually happens you're like shit did that actually happen <laughs> so when brexit happened i think is when people actually said okay shit the, uh, is this is bold a bouncer madanlal bold a bouncer so narin you're saying that brexit is mm. like madanlal bowling, bowling a bouncer, a bouncer. Yeah. and i think on that note i don't think that's a better way we can get into a break so let's just yeah. do that right now <laughs> picture madanlal like <laughs> bowling a bouncer yeah. So we are back, and we had just equated one of India's prime yeah. uh, middle fast 
medium fast medium fast yeah. pace bowlers to uh, one of the biggest socio political issues yeah. according to my uncle it. at that time he was uh, you know he said we actually don't need a wicket keeper madan lal can run faster than he bowl can go and keep the wicket <laughs> himself the the bowl and go run very fast and in just in case the batsman may say so what brexit yeah. did was of course uh, legitimize a lot of other uh, lunatic politicians across europe even in fairly liberal countries like the netherlands where there's now a fringe uh, a fringe that's a lot say, of these european of countries yeah. yeah but of course the big one is the us let's face it like yeah. if the us needs the rest of the world really ends up in uh, the icu so there is a severe possibility now that this joker who used to be just a source of entertainment for not just the world but even his own republican party i think the gop has been so stuck up for so long when this clown came between them i think everybody just humored him i don't think anyone really thought yeah. that he would last beyond yeah. uh, two elections i mean sorry uh, two weeks and suddenly uh, shit just happened and what that shows i think is very many parallels with britain that people are just fed up of the political system as it exists yeah. it's like when in a company you have the ceo replaced by another mba who promises a lot of thing but at the end of the day you know this just one mba coming from okay oh this guy is from iim bangalore the other one was from only from fms which is why he was bad <laughs> the one before him was from sp gen i'm very sorry i'm, I'm like <laughs> taking you your alma mater to yeah. task over here mm-hmm. but at the end of the day everyone says the same bullshit you you then they will revolt and say no we want someone like arvind kejriwal to become ceo who is like uh, totally different and it's like to me it's like monty python when john cleese said and now for something completely different i think that's what people uh, these people want yeah. and they don't care about facts that's something that's very very clear A in lot this election. Of, there are the, one of the things that has also changed is the technology so in the old days if you wanted yourself to be heard you had to take a great deal of effort you had to be in the news you had to do something newsworthy you had to be someone important and uh, the news or the television or something a neutral quote unquote neutral media was the uh, only one That's right. uh, who could give you publicity yeah. now because of uh, technology and uh, social media we really have uh, you know any one and you can see all these internet trolls and all these people you can people uh, have a voice hmm. uh, and they have so all you need to say is something uh, incendiary or clever right. or uh, whatever startling striking in order to get a few uh, you know uh, eyeballs. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah eyeballs i uh, if there's one thing this election and in fact not just this election but the election that we had in our country a couple of years ago there's one thing that i firmly believe in after that is that the sale of keyboards should be tied to your iq <laughs> i think the entire world would be a better place uh if a less a vitriolic place if uh, something like this were to happen but anyway um for both clinton and trump i'm guessing it's pretty much now or never right i mean yeah it's i mean they're not going to get another shot not, not in not, this lifetime not, yeah. yeah yeah with five days left till the presidential election the two campaigns have become a ferocious uh, begun a ferocious battle to turn their voters out and shape perceptions of a last minute twist you know what the irony of the thing is that uh, trump was gradually fading away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, everyone expected clinton to and no one not even the not even the wisest neutral 
uh, I'm not talking about the polarized people, but neutral people are sure that Hillary Clinton is absolutely the best uh, right. option. So, a uh, lot of divided opinion on that. Sure. And what happened was, there was an old case of uh, um, Hillary Clinton's about the emails, you know, right. the, the emails on a private server, com- confidentiality, compromise and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. So, FBI went through all those emails and everything and then finally it came to the conclusion that, you know, it was not criminal and nothing was jeopardized and right, things right. Like that. it was and now her associate Huma Abedin yeah. who was estranged from her husband because her husband was sexting a minor yeah. and we and, ha- and let's address the elephant in the room that mm-hmm. man has the most appropriate possible name for a person who was sexting <laughs> um, Anthony Wiener I mean, let's let's face it. Like, let's get that out of the way before. Uh, I pity every serious writer of every serious publication as they're as they're writing Anthony Weiner and the term sending sexually explicit messages without being able to crack a joke. I mean, it's. Keeping uh, a straight face. Yeah. Keeping a straight face. Wait, imagine a newsroom, you know, on TV, and you have to keep straight face. That's even you know. worse. Have you, you know, you, uh, you've seen this one of those uh, really awful movies, uh, uh, you know, the Dan Brown ones. I don't know which <laughs> one. This guy wears one thing which keeps paining him, it keeps hurting yeah, him yeah, yeah. just to remind him of God or something sure, like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably wear something like that, something that keeps. <laughs> Hurting them really badly. So, yeah. Yes. So, that, that email thing has uh, revived. And the uh, here's a twist. The story was broken by the chief of the FBI. FBI yeah. And uh, he said it against the advice of the Justice Department. And there was no reason for him to say that. So, very clearly, he seems to have an agenda. So, he probably believes that Hillary Clinton is not... Uh, right uh, person and one of their uh, guys Steve Cohen who seems to have studied Indian politics closely <laughs> called for the guy Comey to resign so that's what happens here. The moment anything happens everyone wants somebody to resign <laughs> so as we were saying barely a week ago the US election seemed yeah, pretty much over. Yeah. I remember New York Times, mm. um, <clears throat> a website that I've started to follow a lot because of the US elections. They have this little graph, okay? It's like a bar graph, simple bar graph that shows 100% and where he, chances of winning. Mm. And Hillary was like, it was, uh, was the chance of her winning was increasing slightly mm. from 85, 89, 90, 91, 92. It was almost reassuring for me to come to the website every morning and see this number increasing slowly then it, this whole thing happened and it started going the other way and uh, yeah the, let's just say blood pressures across the world have been slightly on the rise ever since yeah and one wonders if uh, that shock intervention by the fbi could really change the situation in the it seems like race. a stupid thing to effect yeah, an but entire you never know right there's a, there's a splendidly named uh, political consultant named frank luntz <laughs> what's so, with the names on the show yeah <laughs> I mean, they, they should be in india man have a name like Luntz. So, he he said that, uh, he his theory is very interesting. So, it is basically like a turd, right? So, if you see the turd, you get disgusted. <laughs> you don't see it, you don't. So, his theory is when the attention was on Trump, Clinton was winning. Now, the attention was on Clinton, so Trump is winning. And if 
you know, if they manage to keep the attention on Clinton, Trump is going to take it. So That's this nothing has summed up the election better than this. It's your, you are in a more positive light when you are not in the news. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that shows how capable yeah. both candidates are. Actually, yeah, we started yeah. off with the unpopularity. It yeah. is the unpopular rest of the unpopular. Yeah, yeah. So country. all the yeah. attention should go to independent candidate Gary Johnson, who person currently has around two percent of the support across the country. Yeah, and both Trump and Hillary's chances will actually like, one. That's one very curious thing about the American. He doesn't have a chance. No, he just absolutely doesn't no have chance. A chance. Yeah. So, despite the fact that uh, everyone seems to hate both these uh, people, this one of them is still going to be too big to fail. So, uh, everybody hates HDFC and ICICI Bank, but uh, everybody still. Thanks <laughs> with them. <laughs> That's a good. Uh, bleep yeah. out the names. If bleep out the name yeah, because yeah. yeah, you never know sponsorship, right? <laughs> <laughs> so coming back to the emails, right? So uh, federal officials now this is the fight, right? So yeah. uh, federal officials said they had obtained a warrant to gain access to the batch of uh, emails, and some reports have suggested many of the messages, which number in the thousands, could be duplicates of emails already examined by the FBI. So whatever their content, it is all but impossible that the emails, the review of the emails, will be completed prior to election day. So basically, what Comey has done is he slung a lot of mud around and gotten Hillary Clinton dirty. Yeah. So that's where things stand, and uh, I think in order to do justice to this absolutely somber and uh, difficult subject, on one on which. Piece of the world, the world probably depends. We have decided to, you know, the grav to to emphasize the gravitas. Come up with an Irish drinking song. Because what better way to what better, what way, better way, way to, to celebrate to make it yeah. more serious, yeah. right? Yeah. Once there was a country, the best in the world. Then the 2016 elections unfurled. The world's smartest country, 52 powerful states. Yet it found two people that everybody hates. The di 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 di. In one corner you have the democratic one. So many allegations against what's been done. Emails and lying, pro-war too. Bad parts is actually the better of the two. D di 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 di. Then we have the buffoon, the sexually crazy one, the rich, spoiled brat who just wants a bit of fun. His etiquette is terrible. His money skills are bad. Oh shit! Hold on, we're talking about his dad. Di 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 di. So no matter which way America picks, they prove themselves to be fully priced dicks. But if the orange one wins, they'll all be sadder. Screw it, they will just move to Canada. Di 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 di
so that uh, was our little musical tribute to what has been the most entertaining thing the world has seen yeah. in the last few years but i have a feeling that uh, things are not going to be very funny uh in a few yeah, in a few out of as yeah. someone very pithily said that uh, if uh, it's better that donald trump wins because uh, you'll probably be able to impeach him within the first year and then gonna for Hillary Clinton is going to last the entire term so yeah that's how bad it is uh, yeah. in any case we hope that uh, all the world will be around for the next election in yeah. Uh, 2020 yeah uh, and um till then uh have a great election season is yeah. all we can say yeah. watch all the trump jokes and laugh at them while you still can and while it's still legally advisable to uh, legally allowed <laughs> to do so uh, and we will uh, we'll catch you in a fortnight from uh, from now if you don't subscribe to us then shame on you uh, narain has written your number down and will hunt you down uh, and drive over you because he's related to the ambanis <laughs> no uh, i'll probably make you listen to one of my songs <laughs> we just did once <laughs> 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 all right bye everybody see you soon okay take care